Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Welcome to the first edition of 2022 of the Putting for Dough podcast presented by the Line Movers Network. I'm Ian Robbins here with your weekly look into the PGA Tour. So we open up the 2022 season, fresh off the wraparound fall season in the 2002 FedEx Cup standings season for the PGA Tour after about a month and a half break. The Tour returned with a very small invite tournament last week in Hawaii with the Tournament of Champions and saw Cameron Smith hold off world number one golfer John Rahm, an exciting weekend finish. Cam Smith coming home the line movers with an outright victory in the first tournament of 2022. 38 players in the field last week. That always opens up to the the year in Hawaii with the tournament and champions. We move on to the Sony Open at Wiley Country Club. Club Finish off the Hawaii swing for these players, getting a nice little vacation in in January. We can spend some time on the islands at some beautiful golf courses and play some golf. The Wiley Country Club home of the Sony Open, very, very different course that we saw last week. This course is a short course, about 7,000 yards, par 70. Really favors shorter, accurate hitters. So you see a lot of the shorter, short course specialists do well here. There's definitely some uh, course history correlation here as well, as players who've done well here in the past tend to do well over and over again. Very comfortable place. So here at the Sony, we're looking at Average to small green size. So you want to look at golfers who are good with approach, getting the ball close to the pin. Good enough. They do miss the green. Can they get themselves out of trouble? Can they scramble and save? This could be much harder scoring. Scoring last year was a little bit easier, but it depends on the wind. And as we play in Hawaii and coastal courses, it's always about the wind. What's the wind going to factor? How is the wind going to factor in these courses? And how is it going to affect play? Is the wind going to come in the morning, affect the morning group? Is it going to come later in the day, affect the afternoon group? Are you on a wave? So sometimes, especially when we're in Hawaii, when the when the tee-off times are a little bit later, you might delay a little bit with the sending out a place just to see kind of how the weather shapes up. So as you look at this course and who fits it, we want to look at a couple of things. We, we still don't have a ton of data uh, of recent form. Most of these players are coming back after a long layoff, um, after the fall swing. Couple of them, you know, a, a good amount of them played last week in a very different setup. But the stats are still a little bit raw. We still want to, we still got a lot of newcomers on tour. We're still looking to see who fits this course well as a short course specialist, who has really good approach. And, and off the tee really doesn't matter. So the bombing, the long drivers isn't as big of it isn't as big as a factor here. We want accurate drivers who are giving themselves easy second shots to give themselves the best chance to get close to the pin on the, on the tee. We are on a Bermuda grass here. So we do see some Bermuda grass putting specialists, definitely players who prefer Bermuda. Still going to look at players who prefer coastal courses can handle the wind, can handle conditions. Cause that is the main defense that these coastal courses has against players. So top of the board, odds came out. Some of these outright odds were all over the board. Probably number one course history player here is Webb Simpson, deserving favorite, top of the board. I'm going to pass on Webb this week. 
Uh, I just think he's a, on the downside of his career. He could come out and win easily. I think just think some of these upper up and comer short course specialists are ready to take over what he has been labeled as for a long time as a short course specialist, the elite short course specialist in the PGA tour. Other guys would be at the top of the odds board is Cam Smith, fresh off his victory last week in the tournament, tournament champions. He's also a former champion here at the Sony, which you could definitely see his skill set is fantastic for this. He's a great approach player. He's a great putter. He's a great scrambler, not the longest hitter, but fresh off the victory off of that really grueling, grueling 72 hole tournament and holding off John Rahm and other contenders could have, could have pass on Cam Smith this week. So go to the top of the board and top play is going to be a fellow Aussie. And we saw Australians really come well. And this is the time of year that Australians tend to do well. I'm going to go with Mark Leishman. Leishman did finish in the top 10, has been really solid in the fall swing into this, in, into this 2002 season, played well last week, finished in the top 10, like I said. He's a great approach player, all right, very good putter, gets himself well off, well, out of trouble, well, if he has to. And we saw him open at a very variety different of odds. And DraftKings opened him 16 to 1. FanDuel came in at 29 to 1. That was a big difference. So I ended up grabbing a little bit of him. Uh, Mark Leishman, I think his value is there. I do think he's one of the better informed players. So the Australian tend to do well this time of year as this is their summer. Leishman definitely fits that mold. If the wind picks up, he's one of the best wind course players. And this is the time of year that he plays best. So we always look to back Leishman in the early months, in the January, the West Coast swings. Another guy at the top of the board, Corey Connors. Connors really ranged in value. Got him north of 30 to 1 um, this morning. This is Monday morning. And Connors, the elite ball strike approach players on tour. Uh, just with his long irons, he could really control. I mean, the big question with Connors is also be his putting. The thing with Connors, though, is he's putted best in his career. Actually, one of his favorite putting services is these Bermuda Greens at the Sony at Wildlife Country Club. So Connors, who's coming off an absolute elite approach in ball striking season last year, followed up with a victory, which he was very close to at a lot of different spots, on the verge of a breakout into the top 20 players on tour in the world contention. This would be a great spot to do it. He fits it. He can really control the ball around the course. If he could find his putter, which he's very comfortable in his greens, definitely value on Corey Connors here. The other guy at the top of the board with some shorter odds. Take a look at his Abe answer. Answer ranged from 20 to 33, 35 to 1, I saw as much as. Answer just as an elite short course player. His skill set fits this course tremendously. His approach play is, is fantastic. He's not the longest hitter. He knows how to get himself out of trouble. Course comp is Mayakoba, place that he has done very well at. Answer his skill set. You think Web, any, any course that Web Simpson tends to do at tends to do well at? Abe Answer tends to do well at, and this is Webb Simpson's one of his favorite courses. So Answer might be the next in line to take over that Webb Simpson role. I think Answer is a great value where he is. So those are the top three we're going to look at. A couple other guys that I'm really really high on this week. One is Christian Benzinghoot. who's going to be his first time full year as a PGA Tour card member. He's in the top top fifty in the world rankings. So he's been in a lot of the tournaments. You've seen him around a lot. He's got some wins worldwide in the DP World Tour. But Zayden Hoot has competed well. Zayden Hoot is the number one ranked putter 
on Bermuda greens. It's very, very skilled, very, very skilled on the greens and around the greens. Not the longest hitter, which is a very big disadvantage, but his short game, his approach game, he's very talented. He's won worldwide, which is definitely a good skill to have. And at 66 to one, definitely value on the Zayden Hoon. I think he's going to, he's going to have one, get one this year. He's been close. Um, he's bought his tour card pretty, pretty easily this year. Um, uh, going through the corn Ferry playoffs. I think the Zayden who definitely has a chance this week and nice 66 to one odds. Another guy coming off the world, the DP world tour, who I've been on. If you followed me before, Aaron Ryan is one of my favorite guys to back in this early season. He really finished the fall season out really, really strong after struggling early. This is a guy who's won worldwide, has a couple major victories, big-time victories. The DP World Tour came over. This is his first full season on the PGA Tour card. Struggled early, as some do, but found his footing, finished with a couple nice top 20 finishes to end off his 2021 season. Now he's coming in fresh in 2022, a great short course player. When picks up, he's one of the better win players, really good approach player, really good short game player. Rise fits the bill, 90-101. Somebody to back. Another player at long odds who I really am just buying on his talent, worldwide player, Takumi Kanaya. You have heard me talk about before if you've heard me um, previously on any podcast. Kanaya is on the verge. He's a former amateur world number one. He's been absolutely tearing up, just winning on the Asian tour. Anytime he plays an event in the DP World Tour or in the or in the PGA Tour, he actually shows up. His talent is just off the charts, off the charts, known as the next best thing to Hideki Matsuyama coming out of Japan. Kanaya is a per- player to watch. 101 is not going to be there for a long time. His talent is just way too good. So if Kanaya's in the field, I'm going to back him. He's been playing in Asia. He's ready to go. He's definitely one of the 30 best players in this field, and he's not odd like that. I love backing a player like that. One name I'll mention as well, Brennan Steele. He's finished tied for second the last two years. Steele was right down the stretch last year. Kevin Nye, the defending champion, uh, held him off at the end. But Steele, 80 to 1, with great course history like this, has really fit this course well. This is a course where if you have good history, you tend to play well year in and year out. And Steele is definitely a guy to keep an eye out for. Um, Just a couple. That's going to round out the betting card for me. Definitely some value on the board. When you're making outright selections, Monday is usually the, the day that those take shape. Um, as the weather kicks up, you might want to look at some weather-specific players. But this is a short course field. Long hitters, bombers kind of take out of that. Look for good approach players, players who can get the, the get the ball closest to the pin, putt well, get themselves out of trouble with, with average to smaller greens. Uh, it should be an exciting tournament. Get some more primetime golf. Um you know, filling out those DFS lineups. Remember, you want six guys to make the cut. So you want to look down the board, players who could make the cut, maybe players with some pedigree, maybe players who are mispriced early on. And you check those, double cross those with some with some of the some of the odds, because some of the odds on some of these players might not be catching up to DraftKings, especially early on in the year when we get some new names. Guys like Grayson Sig, who's coming off the Corn Ferry Tour. Guys like David Lipsky, who's coming off the Corn Ferry Tour. Guys like Patton Kazai, who has great history here, but struggling recently. Brendan Grace, who's a great coastal player. Maybe fit him in. Seamus Power, who's kind of in that top-tier range, the way he's been playing. Maybe he's not priced quite as high. Russell Knox is a great win coastal player. 
Chan Kim is a name I'll throw out there as a potential DFS long shot. He's a guy who's, again, an Asian tour specialist, really shows up well in some of these BP harder events, bigger field events. Definitely someone to keep an eye on. Tagila, guy who's really going to break out this year with his talent. Um, just a couple names throw out there that you might want to see. But top of my board, Mark Leishman, Corey Connors, Abe Answer, Christian Bidzaitenhut, Aaron Rye, Brennan Steele, Takumi Kanaya rounded out for me at the Sony Open. Should be an exciting start. PGA Tour is back. We got 36 straight weeks of the PGA Tour weekend golf, expanding coverage. It's a great time. It's a lot of fun. Bet golf tournaments. Get a lot of action in here. Best of luck with your plays this weekend. We'll see you back next week. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.